Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm not Chad. I'm Ru- Chad. Uh, uh, and today we are covering Season 2, Episode 10, Pandemonium. Yes, sir. What did you think, Ronsters? Thought it was a good episode. I did, too. I really liked it. We are getting uh, the rest of the groups bring being back into the fold. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I'm saying that correctly. I don't know why I questioned myself. Um, and yeah, it was just good to see everybody. I think we talked about it on our last Patreon. I was saying how we haven't seen Meg, like I miss Megumi. We were gifted a, uh, a, a, what are these things called? A pop, what are they called? Episode? No, what I'm looking at right here. And you oh, see a my pop, eyes. pop animation. Pop. No, a Funko Pop. There Funko we go. Pop, that's what it is. Yeah, you sorry. just read what was on the packaging. I knew there was another word for Funko it. Funko Pop. I am not well-versed in the Funko Pop universe, uh, but we were gifted <sighs> some for the studio. It is Fushi? a Megumi, Megumi. Uh, with Divine Dog. Yeah. Thank you, Kenny, our good friend Kenny. Don't know why he's spending money on us, but we will accept it We will graciously. accept anyone who wants to spend money on We will accept very... Willingly. With arms wide open. And so all that to say, when we were gifted that and we were talking about it on Patreon, I was like, God, I miss Megumi. Like, we just haven't even seen him since the new season has started hardly. And now we're finally getting him. We're getting him. We're pulling him back in. Some Nanami, too. I've missed my boy Nanami. Yes, Kento. So let's hop on in. We'll talk about all of it, and we will break it down. Before we talk about this, though, I think something that we should discuss Mm -hmm. is... Obviously, we're going to get into it, how things are looking a little dangerous for a lot of our crew. Right. Who is on high alert of possibly getting axed? That's what I wanted to ask. I thought about this at the end of this episode. I was like, what characters? I was like, obviously, Yuji, he's got Sukuna in him. There's, I mean, he's safe. Well, yeah. Should we talk about that after the episode? After we go through the happenings? Let's do it. Don't forget about it, though. Are you going to forget Dude, about it? I would never forget about I that. I feel like you're going to forget. great instincts. A Mechamaru device is loading up. And in this right here, we go back in time a little bit. This is when Mechamaru attacks Yuji's ear. He panics, throwing it around. But it's an ally. It delivers the news. Gojo has been sealed, and we cut back over to fake Ghetto, which I have come up with a name because I don't like calling Feto. him Ghetto. No. I know that we usually do the fake, when there's a fake character, we just add an F at the beginning of their name and we call it good. We did see that this is some sort of brain-like creature, so I'm very simply going with Brainiac. Brainiac, uh, that's actually a decent one that you've come up with. Thank you. I kind of like it. So Brainiac saying that uh, to Gojo, they will meet in the new world. Or no, 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 no. Flip that around. Gojo says that to Brainiac. And Gojo also wonders how long Suguru will keep letting this thing have its way with his body. And it turns out, now. Now is how yes. long he's going to wake. I love this. It's like his body, his instincts are listening to Gojo. His bestie is right in front of him. Because the body of Ghetto starts choking itself. But it's it's really spooky because it's choking itself, but then Brainiac, who is in control of the other parts of the body, is laughing. Yes. Very spooky. He's even drooling. He's drooling out of his mouth here. Ugh. He was legit getting choked. 
Uh, yeah, they do a very good job of making Ghetto just look like a insane, crazy person. Because that's kind of what this is, is something on. we said last episode too. Was like, is there any hint or chance of Suguru being inside here? Mm-hmm. And it's not. And uh, I don't know so much as if he's actually inside there, but just it's kind of like an instinctual thing, like a little bit cursed things left behind. I don't. I really don't think there's any way Ghetto could come out of this. Yeah, but, I don't think so either. Yeah, but it is interesting. It's like uh, when you chop the head off of a snake which i'm yes. always because i'm very like i'll put down a snake i'm not worried about it and they keep squirming the body keeps squirming yeah it's uh it also shows he talks about how this has never happened to him before it just shows how strong ghetto really a special grade curse user especially really in the is. presence of gojo yes so elsewhere mojito or mojito is either knocking people out or just straight killing them. There was like a, uh, the guy he killed looked like he was auditioning for the real life Joker movie. Yep. Uh, with, what is that guy's name? The Joker. No. Yeah. I know. Good call there. What is the, uh, um, Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. Joaquin Phoenix. Well, here's the thing. I forget about this for some reason. It's still Halloween. It's a Halloween yes. festival here. Yes. So that's what all, I mean, we've got a bunch of people in costumes. Yeah, we do, including that guy. Uh, now, By the way, if somebody ever, if a brainiac ever took my body, right. split my head open, and ate my brain and replaced it with itself, I think I would still have enough bond with you, Ronnie, to where I would try to fight it. Do you think, like, if I got close to you, you would start just, like, instinctually trying to podcast? Yeah, yeah. You just hear, welcome back. And Brainiac, like, starts hitting itself, being like, no, stop it. (laughs) Mahito proposed that the soul exits before the body, but the body is part of the soul, and the soul is part of the body. You know, one doesn't exist without the other. It's a, uh... Well, I guess that's really what kind of situation it is. It's... One doesn't exist without the other. The body's memories flow in the brain after the brainiac swaps host. Yeah, and it's he, doesn't he talk about Mahito? Mahito said the opposite of him that the soul exists before the body. Well, so Mahito suggests that it could differ. That's what uh, Brainiac initially says mm-hmm. is like that Mahito had it wrong, but then Mahito he doesn't like being wrong and suggests that it could differ person to person and technique to technique. And interesting. I know. And Brainiac's a little bit more willing to let that slide. He's like, okay, I like that. He actually says that. He goes, I like that. The way you're thinking. Gojo. I mean, this is just how cool of a guy. He's just ready to get the show on the road. He's not trying to talk his way out of it. He's just like, well, you two quit blabbering on, about how you stole my friend's body and just locked me in the haunted GameCube. And Brainiac does just that. Gojo takes it like a champ. I am horrified. Why are you horrified? Because, as I just said, Gojo is in a haunted GameCube. He's in a haunted GameCube. He cannot... The fact that it actually closed him up... Like, his one chance to get out was when... Was literally right there. When he was just trapped like stuck to it. If he was going to get out at any time, that would be the time. Now that he's officially inside of Luigi's Mansion Haunted GameCube, right. he's done for. Now what I do like is this thing, it is not OP. 
um, while it can keep someone locked in there, you can only do one at a time. Yes, that is a great uh, little take they had on that. Uh, to which Mahito completely disrespects the apparatus. He's like, oh, oh, lame. Yeah, how do you say that? It's like you just literally locked in the most powerful thing. that He only experienced Gojo for like two minutes, so he doesn't fully appreciate what this what this machine, what this prison realm is doing for them. He says, oh, you can only do one? That's not cool. <laughs> but the... Uh, and it's interesting, too. Uh, you might be saying this soon, but uh, the only way that he mm. could actually die in there is if he kills himself. And then the, the seal, I guess, just breaks. So, and we'll get to that in a second, I guess, because that's a very interesting point. Um, so we go into the OP... We come back to May May talking, and I went through a wave of emotions right here. I thought she had put all of her hair in her face, but then they showed they're showing her from the back of the head for whatever reason. And then, so I'm like, oh, okay, no, I just was looking at the back of her head while she was talking. No. And then we see the front of her face, and it looks the same exact the way same. as the back of her head. <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. I mean, why would you do this? <laughs> And I don't know if this is where we're going to come to understand, like, when she's fighting enemies, she does this to hide her face. But at the same time, it's like, you're not really hiding your uh, who you are because they're just going to know you as the white-haired lady. Yeah, and she's got a pretty face. There's nothing to be hiding. Nothing to hide. Also, I think we might underappreciate just how much hair it would take to do that on both sides of your head. What is what would you think that would be? That would be like down to your ankles type hair. That is not how hair works, Chad, at all. How is that not how it works? Because the length of the hair is the length of the hair. She's not doing some trick where she first it starts at the top of her head, it lays behind her head, and then she wraps it back around to the front of her head to it's not I mean, what are you talking about? How hair, would it be? Hair done can only ankles? grow one way. I, she's just parting it differently. What do you? Why are you? Under that, that's what I'm saying. If you could flip it in the front backwards, yeah, and then that way, and oh, then it's attach, really, attach. it's really like, oh, I wonder how long that is. And then you flip it the way it originally was, and you're like, that's how long it is. You think the top of the distance on the top of her head would make up for all of her legs to go down to her ankles? Maybe. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think you're. Mo- I think you're just. Well, just because it's a show doesn't mean that you can just apply crazy logic. That's not how distance and hair length works at all. There's a panda in the show. <laughs> I know. We'll talk about his okay. hair later. So we get the Mechamaru info that we were hoping for. We were kind of worried about it, um, but the worries can be put to rest. Don't be. He's dead. He was killed on October nineteenth by Mahito. And this right now, what we're seeing is just, it's no more than insurance. He had a backup plan for the backup plan. Yes. Pretty much. He had a good policy, so you were right, Mm -hmm. Chad. Good work. The condition was to be activated after Gojo had been sealed, which made me wonder, now is that the best insurance policy he could get? It feels like he cheaped out. Could he not have done uh, an insurance policy where the little earpiece goes flying into Gojo, or I mean, you could still do Yuji's ear 
with the condition being after Mecca Maru died? Wasn't why? Why did he do it though? Did he mention the contract like with the? Because uh, I know that he had a whole contract with Mojito and Brainiac. Right. Is that the reason he had to do it after Gojo was sealed though? They like made sure he was not able to do anything until Gojo was sealed. Maybe for some reason that's how I took it was like I mean I certainly hope that's the case yeah. because basically what he did is like everything was already very broken by the time he started giving advice. It's essentially like him having an insurance policy where he uh, he tells everyone about the volcano after the volcano has already exploded. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, hey, we kind of know already. Mm-hmm. Which this is interesting though is like they they might not have known. It might have taken a while from for anyone to really find out here. It could have taken a little bit longer, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they were they were heading in the right direction, right? I don't know because then we have another cursed user coming up to fight him, so they might have been distracted by that. Yeah. And no, that's true. So to avoid being caught, Mechamaru managed to sneak these puppets into three locations ahead of time. Um, and I'm guessing, like, is one the subway tunnel? Like, did he... Because we see where one is later, and it is in a very cheeky spot that leads me to believe that Mechamaru had some information about the plan. Yeah. Um, so I thought we'll talk more about that when we see... Well, also, he talks about have, the reason he did it with to Itadori is because he knows for a fact... That he wasn't leaking information and stuff like that, which then makes me believe. Yes, Mechamaru's not the only one. Say it. I also had it in my notes. Yeah, he said Yuji was least likely to be leaking information, and uh, he knew that Mei Mei was clean as well. And I thought, or I said this, I thought Mechamaru was the leak, but this would lead me to believe that there is another. So Mechamaru was one of the big leaks, but who would be? So he doesn't even know who the other leak is. Who? Right. Who do you think it could be? If you just had to throw a name out. If I had to throw a name out, who else it seems makes like me, they're really bad on... It makes me feel like the leak is from... um, well, Not Kyoto, but the other one. What is the other school? Why am I blanking out right now? What is the school that Itadori's at? Just Jujutsu High? Or well, there's a Kyoto Eikai and then the Kyoto school? Yeah. Okay. It makes me feel like it's from Itadori's school. Really? So who do you think? If I had to pick, I would say... Whoa. Whoa. Not Inamaki. Not Inamaki. Because he would just say Salmon. ingredients. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, it can't be... Can't be Panda. Panda. Can't be Panda. Nah, pan, Panda's been like too... All right, well, now you're basically saying it either has to be... Uh, Maki. Maki has to be either Maki or that's really like the only, maybe a teacher. It could be a teacher too, not Gojo. I mean, Maki could be, that would be believable. I could see that one. Yeah, because I don't think it's any of our main three, like Nobara no. or Megumi. Um, it's definitely not Megumi. If it's Megumi, I will be irate. Well, and guy. I don't think it's Nobara for reasons that we're going to see here in a little bit. She's too cute. 
not the one of the reasons as you swallowed loudly into the microphone. <laughs> people like that. Uh, people. people love it, I, I'm sure. But May May, she's not trusting of technology. She's like my grandfather. She says, maybe I've been keeping Yuji heading straight into Shibuya the whole time. Maybe I am uh, someone you got to worry about. And Mechmaru says, if that is the case, why is there a curse user coming to attack you right now? Mm-hmm. They look down the subway. No one has arrived yet. And Mei, Mei starts to think about their situation. She makes a call and says to ignore the curse users for now. They need to confirm Gojo's status. But, thankfully, Mechamaru says, don't bother. The Shibuya situation has already changed. And their barrier techniques are several degrees better than ours. Um, and then we get a little barrier breakdown, a BB. They currently have four around the city. Uh, a, the veil trapping common people inside. All right. B, the veil trapping Gojo inside. Okay. C, the veil keeping from sorcerers from entering. And then D, another veil like A to keep commoners trapped inside, but bigger. <laughs> yes. Very complicated there. Uh, if I didn't get that breakdown, I'm honestly glad we got that. It yeah, because me the breakdown makes it not complicated at all, yes. actually. Right. If you had to just kind of, off of what we've seen, uh, come to that surmise, yeah. if that's a word. Because there's the big barrier that's around the city that they've got the transfigured humans trying to chase people down further into the smaller veil for normal people than the Gojo ones, obvious. And then I'm thinking there's just a the veil around the subway station keeping the sorcerers out. Okay. All right. Uh, can you hurry up and get to the cursed user that's coming to attack them? Well, we still have a little bit to go. So hold your oh, horses. Okay. Due to all, don't tell me to hurry. I I'll take this as I take it. All right. Due to all the veils, the cell phone. We got to talk about cell phone usage. The towers are going down. The cell phone usage isn't great, so Mechamaru is like, just follow my directions, especially since my insurance won't last long. He really cheaped out on the policy, and he tells Yuji to go back to the station and alert the sorcerers there about Gojo. He then says the world basically depends on Gojo, so yeah, just if you could stake your life on this mission, that'd be great. Yeah, the world, okay? we're no They mention... That's what I'm wondering if we'll ever get out of Japan or get anything, any other stuff about Japan. Because they talk about the country and then the rest of the world. Right. At first, I didn't know if this world was just Japan or what, but there's definitely other places besides Japan. Mm -hmm. And is there cursed energy everywhere else, too? I don't know. I don't either. Little Wee Wee says, what about me? Mechmaru says... Okay, don't say it. Little Wee Wee. He's that, smaller than them. That is implying that he's, he's smaller got than a them. small... And I don't like you saying it. But he's smaller than them. And he... I mean, he is smaller than them, so the Wee Wee's probably, probably little. Okay, don't... He's young. Be careful when do you, you say think stuff he's, like that. Do you that. think he's bloomed yet? I'm not going to talk about whether or not a child has I, bloomed in that department well you're the one talking about his penis i was just talking oh, about no. his stature you said wee wee that's his name <laughs> yeah but it's a dumb name you can't say it like that <laughs> are you at the the uh cursed user yet i'm, I'm getting there yeah mechamaru says i don't care do what you want and i so i wonder who's 
company he chooses. Oh, it's his apparently sisters. Is that what we've been told? They get some creepy energy around each other. At yeah. this same time, here you go, Chad. The enemy has arrived. The enemy has arrived, and he he comes walking in, and what does he say? He says, my name is Bahaman, and my stundel is who let the dogs out. He Does he? <laughs> no, he does not say that. I would have put that <laughs> in my notes. Ronnie doesn't get it. It's a JoJo's reference. This Boom. guy... <laughs> <laughs> this guy is the most JoJo's character of all time, and that is exactly what his stand would be: is who let the dogs out, and his name would be Baja Men. Okay, so wait, is just, that is that not already a character in? Uh, it's not. In I, I just created him. That's just pretty good. Him. That's pretty good. It's pretty, it is pretty good because if you've seen any JoJo's villains, you would know that that is exactly what that guy would name himself. What I know about. Uh, JoJo's, that was actually very good. So you should send an email or a strongly worded letter and try okay. and get that in there. I will. Wow. The Baja men. You know what I mean? How about Great em? name. We cut back onto the train platform uh, where Jogo and Chozo look very uninterested. <laughs> but first, the Prison Realm Cube, also known as the Haunted Game Cube, gets a little weight to it. It fights out of Brainiac's hands on and into, or well, just on the ground, but with such force that it digs a little bit into the ground. Yep. The eyes on the cube have turned blue. And they're crying. Who else has blue eyes? Gojo. This might be my favorite part of the episode, honestly. Inside the cube, Gojo is kind of slipping his blindfold back on and is surrounded by a bunch of skeletons, but he is as chill as ever says physical time isn't passing here, which is, what should we make of that? He can't die. The only way he can die is if he kills himself. He won't need any food or anything like that. He is just trapped in there. Unless he kills himself or unless Brainiac undoes the seal, he's just there forever. So that means, that is spooky. Think about that. He's not getting any older, but... He's experiencing time. Oh, that's why... I think that's why Brainiac says that. Most... I don't know what the timeline would be. when Most people would end up killing themselves. Well, and I assume the skeletons we see around there are all people who have killed themselves. Yeah. I think we're supposed to understand that there's the two options being let out and killing yourself, and they all just kill themselves. Yeah, I'm sure there might have been some people over time that had been letting out, but like... These are all the people that never got let out. They just killed themselves. It also leads me to believe that when our boy gets out, because you know he's getting out, he is going to... go and He's going to absolutely destroy. Well, he's going to destroy, but he's also going to get out, and he's going to think that he just went in. Well, not necessarily. I mean, how does that... No, no, no. I think He's experiencing time he's, in there, but... He's experiencing time, but no time is not actually real in there. That sounds, it seems like a uh, a time travel thing that a lot of the sci-fi guys would get real worked up about. So just go, in, like, go inside of a closet. Okay. Close the door. I'm acting like I'm in one. Close the door and now sit down. I've never came out of a closet once. Sit down and All as right. soon as you sit down. Now do I sit down inside of like the clothes hanging down or do I pick a spot that doesn't have things obstruct? 
obstructing my view. It doesn't matter. Where okay. Sit down wherever you want in the closet. I'm just very detailed-oriented. Sit down, and as soon as you sit down and the door shuts, mm-hmm. the lights go off, okay? Say you were, you were um, your bladder's halfway full. Your bladder will never get any fuller. You'll just be sitting there with your own thoughts. That's nice. If you don't have to pee, that's nice. You won't have to because time's not passing physically. You you just have some thoughts, so you're just sitting uh, they in there. They did, yeah. They did specify that it's physical time, so I guess mm-hmm. mental time still goes by. Mm-hmm. So mentally, you could be sitting, um, like sitting in a closet for 24 hours, just like bored as heck. What would you do? What would you do if physical time wasn't going by, and you just had mental time? I mean, I would probably like re. I would say read a book, but there's no books in there. I've always thought about this. Imagine you can go into, uh, I know, so you would have to try and recreate like books that you, which I know you haven't read a whole lot of books. You'd have to, you'd have to recreate like uh, content you've already consumed in your head. So I would have to like recite the magic tree house lineage. Pretty much. I've always thought about that. Okay. Like say they take you, right? You have all the knowledge you have and then they just drop you back in time. All right, so you have all the knowledge you have now, but no, you can't look anything up. You can't find. So I'm always like, oh, I would be the one. I would just steal. (laughs) I would steal people's ideas before they had it. Like, for example, with anime, you would try and remember everything you could about Attack on Titan and just make it yourself. There's no way you could, though. You could. No, I'm saying the reason you couldn't, you personally, one, you fucking suck at drawing. Two, I don't have to draw. I'll get someone else to draw it. You would have to make... Okay, here's the thing. First off, there's a lot of good stories and good people that can draw there that they create a story and it doesn't go anywhere. You'd have okay, to have f- the f- same circumstances. All right, well then first of all, I am... I'll make a book. What? Sorry, J.K. Rowling. I'm doing Harry Potter okay, now. Okay, there you go. There you go. I like that. Now, but the only problem, you would have to find a way to get it out there because some people do right. it and it just never goes anywhere. But think about every... Like our friend, our friend did Superman from home and where did that go, you know? Just, I'm just saying like if you go back far enough in time, think about it. You could, you could start with Harry Potter, you could make an outline and then if that doesn't catch on, just go on to the next thing. Now I'm okay. writing Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones, that doesn't work. What do you do after that? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. There you yes. go. Anything. Yeah. Hell, hell, I'm going to NFL offices and I'm explaining the RPO to them. <laughs> just like some guy go. who's just been, I'm trying a bunch of different things and eventually something's going to hit. Dude, and you could so do that. Like a, a, like a seven-year-old Trevor Lawrence be like, oh, this guy, he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Be like, that. That's another one too. Like, Obviously, you're not going to remember every football game every ever played, but you'll probably remember like the big ones, and so you just gamble on them heavily. Okay. You know what else would be insane too? Oh my! I would do this. I would so do this. I would leak manga information to certain mangas without when, before it comes out, and people would be like, "Oh my! This is an insider. He knows everything." But really, I don't know anything. With wow. The so I'm using my my powers to bring some of the most sought after content in the world just a little bit earlier is what I'm doing and you're spoiling things for people. 
Like like chapter five when Attack on Titan chapter five or Juju like chapter five. I'll just be like I'll explain the whole chapter before it comes out to where even the the mangaka writers like how is this guy doing? This? <laughs> yeah, he's like he's in my head. Get yeah. out. I'm glad that you got as equally tantalized by that idea that I do that. I think about that often. By the way, you've got something in your te- tooth. I just noticed. Oh, it's probably some um, cilantro or something. Well, it's in your other side. No, 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 the other side. This the side? side you were doing it, but okay. it's further back. I think further back, like in that. It's tooth? only when you smile, like smile. Yeah, yeah. Look real deep in oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, we were only thirty minutes in. Thanks. For I just s- noticed. It. Look at me closer, dude. No, I will not. So Gojo, who's in here, he then calmly says, "Man, I screwed up this bad," and then goes, "Well, it'll all work out somehow. I'm counting on you, everyone." This is what I kind of like, Gojo, right here. He has we, especially at the end of the episode, we realize how much weight is actually on this guy's shoulders. I feel like this is the one time where he's finally like, well, I finally don't have to be the guy. Could, is there a way that you could horrify Gojo? How would you do it? How would you scare Gojo? I think you got, in front of him, you kill all of his students. I think that would legit push him over the edge. I think that's the only thing at this point. Probably so. Yeah. We go to the calling card. When we come back, we cut around to the different groups getting filled in a bit on the situation. Um, Nanami and Megumi are discussing things, but they are obviously worried about the veil keeping sorcerers out. Twenty-one, twenty-two, That's the time. Okay. Yep. Nanami is going to focus on the enemies who lowered the veil while Fushi and, uh, I'm, right now I'm calling him, let's see, where's his name? Eno? I believe his name is? The yes. toboggan man, Eno? Yeah, that's him. Uh, they're trying to rescue all the common people. And I think this is the grandpa. Did you talk about him at all? It shows him a little, just a little slightly before that. Very slightly, but it, he was drinking a beer and I, that I mean, was not the time. It's to not that heavy, heavy of a alcohol content. I just don't think that it's the time to be drinking. Beer. I see that sounds like a, I'm the guy who doesn't even drink, and what you're saying right there is the most cookie-cutting bullshit you've ever talked about. Actually, I take it back. If if he was a younger person, I would say that now is not the time to do it. The fact that he's that old, he's yes. allowed to do it yet. That I man, that you're looks right. like the kind of guy who goes home every day. This is what they do. They wake up. They go and get a breakfast sandwich. They go golf for five hours. Yeah. They come, then they go back to the clubhouse, all right? They eat a oh my god! Do they eat so many peanut M and M's? They eat so many yeah. peanut M and M's. And if you offer them any other M and M's, they get pissed off. Yes. And then at nighttime, uh, they go to the garage and they watch football. And while they're drinking, or while they watch football, they drink a twelve pack of Miller Lite. Yeah. So this well, is, might be like his take. only second beer, so we're not worried about him. Yeah, if he was about 12 deep, that's when you're getting... Two more beers, he's getting ready to reach his full power. <laughs> and who do we cut over to see? Assistant to the director. Man, I yeah, miss this, this guy. guy. This is my favorite character in the show. I hope nothing happens. I, I almost forgot about him, I have to be honest. Uh, he's trying to figure out a way to fix their comms, but someone sneaks up and stabs him repeatedly. 
Oh, dude, this one, this actually kind of hurt, man. Yeah, because it's it's one of those things where like I got mad and then I had to tell myself, Ronnie, you're being too hard on him because he gets stabbed and then he just keeps standing there. And I'm like, well, don't let him keep doing it. But at the same time, you just got stabbed. Yeah, he didn't really just get stabbed. Like the blade went from through his back, through his chest. Right like, around the spine area too. Yeah, that's one of those. It's not the easiest to fight back when something like that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, I felt bad for him. I mean, that's what's sad about it. That's a sneak attack. If he would have died, you know, fighting, if he was able to like throw a little move or something, still died, I'd be like, that was badass. But when somebody does this type of killing, it's like, come on, that's not fair. Now, help remind me. Who is this ponytail dude? So we saw this ponytail guy literally for only uh, 10 minutes, and it was when they initially tried to get Gojo during the school event, exchange uh-huh. event. And um, he, he like, snuck in. Remember when they set the veil or whatever? Gojo wasn't allowed in. Yes. He was inside um, about to attack the gr- some of the girls. Okay. And then as soon as he was about to do it, the veil open up and he's like i gotta get the hell when gojo came in he's like i gotta get the hell out of here i knew i'd seen him before because i remember thinking that it was like a disguised mahito right he's just uh and also too when hanami i don't know if you remember this part hanami got wrecked by purple from gojo Mm -hmm. and hanami's like barely getting away and uh this guy was trying to finish off hanami okay but then mahito showed up and he's like what are you doing when he was about to finish off Hanami. And that's how I knew my theory mm-hmm. wasn't correct because they were on the screen at once. Yes. Uh, so they're working to kill all the suits outside the veil. We cut back over to the platform. The cube hasn't finished processing everything that is Satoru yeah, Gojo. That's I really like this little take of the cube too. It's like he is so insane. He has so many powers that it is, it's going to take a while for it to load up. It's like trying to load something up on our Wi-Fi. Something like that. It, yeah, it takes forever, and you can't you can't move it until it's done. So Mahito then spots one of Mechamaru's puppets and immediately destroys it, but not before they got the info that Gojo can't be moved for some time. I mean, it it even seems like Brainiac knows this later. This could take days. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He's like, oh shit. He doesn't really know the exact time, but he knows it's gonna take longer than just five minutes. Right. So they're going to try, uh, they know that the sorcerers are going to try and encircle them, um, entering from all around. Then once the veil keeping sorcerers out is lifted, they'll charge in. So it kind of switches over from like the bad guys knowing what this means and then the sorcerers coming up with the plan that the enemies know they're going to do. <laughs> now what's interesting though is like is, is uh, Brainiac not that worried because he's the only one that can release the seal? So he's like, well, even if they get here, what are they going to do? That uh, oh with the yeah, yeah yeah with the haunted GameCube I'm I'm confused on that it's like he's the one that opened it does he have to be the one that opens it back up for Gojo to get out or how how would they do it I mean because here's the thing we've only seen very little of Brainiac the bad guys are getting ready to get into like a little lovers quarrel here in a little bit and I don't fully understand what Brainiac's motives are. It seems to be different than these other guys, right? Right. So I don't know if it's the kind of thing where if we, you know, if we catch him and we're threatening him with his life, if he's like, all right, I'll release it, or if he's just prepared to die and just leave Gojo in there. 
because well, why are you also under the impression that only he can um, break the seal? Have they said that? No, no, no. I'm I'm just guessing because he said some. He said to Gojo last episode, "I'll unseal you in mm-hmm. a thousand years." It just makes me think, like, how did he know how to open it? Is he the only one that even knows how to? Right. We don't, we don't know exactly what he did besides say gate open, but obviously it's not, it's not like anybody could just walk up and say that. I'm yeah. Sure. Um, and that's the really cool part. Have you gotten to? Uh, or yeah, talk about the lovers quarrel here. All right, we still got a little bit because um, Yuji he's trying to get in touch with. I don't, this is why I call him assistant to the director. Ajichi, something like that. Ajichi, my. Just, dude, should we do a moment of silence for Ajichi? No, <laughs> okay. he does not earn it. He was always a little bit of a state. I'm All sad right. that he died, but come on, we save those for very special people. Okay. And I've checked. Thought he was rec- pretty special. I've checked it recently. The patent is still pending, so we don't want to overuse it because someone might steal it right out okay. from underneath us. Now, Yuji runs into a veil, killing a bunch of transfigured humans who were threatening citizens. No hesitation this time. Nope. He then turns into Spider-Man, where he climbs up a building, gets on a roof, where we see the skyline of this chaotic city right now, and he starts yelling. I mean, this is one way to spread the news. The phones Not aren't working. Yeah. What does that mean? What is the... Uh, it was throwing me off heavily well he was saying that and i was like that's weird i thought it was nanami and then it even uh i think it's inu and a little bit's like why is he saying nanami i've got a couple takes that we will get to when they uh join forces wow and i just i have a screenshot here of panda okay he has a transfigured human in a mma lock and i didn't see this before it's a really cool thing it's super cool. Do you want to see it? Yeah. All right. He's flipping his laptop around. He's got the episode pulled up while we're doing it because we don't want to miss anything. We. Yes, he does. It's pretty what, cool. He's got a lizard man with a very large tongue, and he's got yeah. him in a headlock, uh, which goes to show that he... I don't know how strong he is. I mean, why is he doing that? Why, he is he, do why that. does he have him in a headlock? Just kidding. <laughs> You're not trying to make him tap out. Just end them. Maybe he is the the leaker. He could be. Doing something like that. So, yeah, Yuji's up there. He's yelling. Gojo has been sealed. And we see Nanami, who says, change of plans for, for Fushi and Ino. Kinto says, we meet up with Yuji at once because if this is true, everyone is done for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In this country, everyone is dead. I, I, Nanami's always keeping it real. He's, he's very, never not keeping it real. Hey, now he's got a little Ronnie in him. Because <laughs> no, he's he, got a lot of Ronnie. He in. might be a little bit darker than needed. You know, there's no reason to just immediately jump to the conclusion that we're all done for, but he's also a realist, which I appreciate. Back on the platform, the baddies are getting a plan together now that they know sorcerers are going to mm-hmm. be coming in force. And Squilliam's chilling with them. We got our boy Squilliam. Squilliam. Squilliam, yes, yeah, the Squilliam squid. tentacles. I, I mean, that's what we can call him. I don't know what else we'll is call it, him. Is it someone dressed up? At, oh, yes, let's call that guy oh, Squilliam. Squilliam, yeah, yes, he's just chilling, man. That's he hasn't so much better than Red Squid. We will call him Squilliam from hence on out. I don't want him speaking. I really, I will be actually a little irritated if he does speak. So, so I'm, I'm glad he's not saying anything. So for those who uh, aren't familiar with the Ronnie and Chadisms we have. 
We, are, of course, are talking about the Red Squid that doesn't seem to do a whole lot, but at the same time does everything. Right. Uh, he's really Brainiac's right-hand man, it seems like. And since the SpongeBob Chronicles are coming soon, we're big fans. He will be known as Squilliam. Do not tell us his real name. Nope. Don't want to hear The show it. has to reveal it, and if they have revealed it already, which they probably have, I don't care until it sinks in naturally. And it's cute. It's cute what he's doing. It's almost like he's wearing a ghost outfit um, in this little thing right here. He's got on like a big white curtain. And I, you know, I think that's adorable. If he's really, do you want to see it? Yes, of course I want to okay. see it. Let me see I think it's William. adorable because everybody else is dressed up that they're, they've come to see. And, and I'm glad you're coming around on him because I think you kind of shit on him the other day. You were like, well, what, is, what does he even do? No, he's a ghost. He's a little ghost boy. That's what's cute. He, everybody else is dressed up for Halloween, and, and he decides to dress up too. Even he's <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love this guy. So Brainiac says he will be staying behind while Chozo, or he'll be staying behind with the cube while Chozo is planning on getting revenge for his siblings by killing Yuji and Nobara. Um, then he will go get the rest of his brothers who are being held at Jujutsu High. Now Jogo, he says, I don't care about Nobara, but you can't kill Itadori. We're turning him into Sukuna. And they get into each other's grill a little bit, but Mahito... What a great de-escalator this guy is. He separates him. He should be a therapist. And he does that and then says, you know, uh, I think I want to kill him as well. And he has a good reason to. Because when he got in into Sukuna, Sukuna fucked him up real good. Right. So he actually has a reason to. Yeah. The way Mahito sees it, with Gojo sealed, the sorcerers and the curse's forces are evenly matched, and with Sukuna resurrected, they'll have a huge advantage. But that means that they are also capable winning right now. It's just a fair fight. Um, yeah. So he says, let's kill Itadori, and even if they lose Sukuna, they can still win. Now, who's the strongest now that Gojo's sealed on our the good guys? The good guys. What a great question. I mean, selfishly, I want to say Nanami. Oh, I mean, actually, I do know the answer to that. Who is it? She's never around, but she's one of the only other special grade cursed users. And is it the... Uh, that The female from the first yeah, five episodes. Yeah, talks with, with uh, Ghetto. Talks with Ghetto, and she was also the sensei to Toto. Right, and then there's yep. also... And then Okatsu. Okatsu is still out yeah, there yeah. somewhere. So Okatsu, he's overseas, I believe, abroad. He can't do much, and then she just never shows up. So it's like... So, yeah. So with that being said, would you then go Nanami of the people who are in the perimeter right now? Yeah. The only thing that stinks about Nanami is he's more so... His intelligence brings him up there as well. Strength-wise, he, he's maybe not really that strong. No, I know, and that's also the problem that we have is because we've seen him struggle him and him struggle with just Mahito. Yeah. Oh, God, dude. So it's not a great place to be. Dude, this is actually – this is not good. It doesn't, I'm, really, I'm really thinking about it now. It's not good at all. I was actually – you know, enemy – or the bad guys are usually very cocky, and I thought this was a very, like – good mindset by Mahito to call them even. He, he wasn't cocky, yeah. like, well, we're actually already stronger than them. 
He's going in with a, oh, a level, shit. a level mind, but in the deep depths of his mind, he might be like, "Oh, we're actually stronger than them now." You know what I'm thinking of too is the the old man that drinks the beers might actually be sick with it. I thought about that too. He might, but I think it's four beer old guy, two beer old guy. We still yeah. got some time. He better be chugging. He's charging. He's currently charging up. Yeah. <laughs> and guitar man. Where's our old guitar man at, you know? We need the senseis oh, yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't need just all the we need senseis. We need more people coming. We need some more age on our side. These curses are old yeah. for the except for Mahito. Yeah. We need some old guys. So Jogo, he doesn't seem to be super about this plan. Uh, we flash back to Mahito swimming in the hot spring and Jogo thinking to himself that as long as curses can live as people, that's all that matters. Which I thought was like, kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I feel like Jogo's perfect day is just waking up and walking out in the streets and, like, going to a grocery store and not being like, whoa! Yeah, what is Mahito's goal? I don't think he has, like, a a profound, honest goal like Jogo. Yeah, he and he's really kind of the only one. Like, Brainiac seems to have something in mind. We just don't really know what it is. Uh, Chozo wants revenge for his siblings and to get his other ones back. I feel like Brainiacs, though, is kind of just the age of the curses as well. Because he said something along, I'll, I'll release you in a thousand years when it's just the age of the curses. But whatever that means. But yeah, he's willing to like wait for it. Right. Because he could, for all we know, he could be alive for 10,000 years. He could be. So. Back in the present, he says, Sukuna isn't our ally. This is Jogo, by the way. If we bring him back, we might even be the ones fading greater risk. But if he is resurrected, that's guaranteed to usher in the Age of Curses. Oh, this I like this so much that Sukuna is not may not even be the best interest for them to bring back. And they're totally right. Like Mahito, as funny as it is to say, is a hundred percent correct. Because yes, like it's one of those situations where I feel like if Sukuna comes out, all right, Age of Curses that happens. Yeah. But as soon as that happens. He's going to want to be in charge, and he's going to start kicking all their asses, too. Whereas, yeah, like, right now, they kind of have, like, a little gr- a democrat- uh, democratic group. Yeah, because what is it that Brainiac says that literally he's like, I'm, I guess you're about to say it, but he's like, I'm fine with it. You can go kill him, because he's like, if the prison realm didn't work, Sukuna was just, like, our backup plan. So Yeah, it just seems like if is going to be part of politics, it's going to be a, a bit of a dictatorship. Yeah. Um, if Sukuna gets brought back, we better hope that Gojo is not inside of the haunted game. Yes. So Mahito doesn't really want to fight Jogo, he says. Um, so they're going to play a game. It's a great game, too. If Mahito runs into Yuji first, he will kill him. If Jogo does, he can give him the fingers and bring back Sukuna. Do they uh, already have the fingers, or is he just meaning like that was eventually? another? That was also another yeah. great little nugget. I, I don't know if he meant like you can just capture him and then we'll go round him up, or if he meant like we have them all right now. Yeah, I don't know if they have them all, but I do feel like like they when they said some. that, I was like that would make sense if like Sukuna has been part of their plan, especially Jogo's plan. So they just have because even Brainiac is getting ready to say that Sukuna was a plan but only in the sense of if the prison realm didn't work. It was like a backup plan. So they might have been, you know, collecting finger phalanges, as some would call them. 
Um, but Chozo, he wants in two. If he finds him, he will also kill him. He wants in two. Now, Mahito assumes Brainiac is on jo- Jogo's side, and like you were saying, he says, uh, I have to stay here and watch over the prison realm. You do what you want. As far as he's concerned, Sukuna was the backup plan. Uh, Jogo says that this is stupid. All of the sorcerers will be heading here anyways to save Gojo. So all we got to do is sit here and wait. And this was also hilarious because, of course, Mahito immediately runs off. So, no, I really like this because it is so how it would go. Like, imagine if you and I were... uh, Just the idea of, like, okay... We can stay here. They're already coming, but the first one to get it wins. So, like, Mahito's running out the road to just try and find him, and Jogo, of course, is automatically going to be like, Look, oh God, don't let me... <laughs> yeah. Like, what if he does run into him first, even though he's coming here? Yeah, and uh, get Brainiac's face when they all run off. He gives a disgusted look. Like, he... I, I still feel like he doesn't really like these curses that much. I don't know. That's it. I, I could definitely see that. And then um, I didn't notice the face for too long because I was taken aback. Because here we go. Just then, two scary girls from the crowd says, say, give him back. They've been dropping, this is what they said, monkeys for him. So they want Ghetto's body back. Have you ever seen these girls? Am I missing these girls? Who are these girls? We've seen them multiple times, Ronnie. Multiple times. I couldn't uh, I couldn't tell by the way that they were crouching in the midst of people dressed up for Halloween. So we saw them in the movie. Sorry, the movie that is a film. It is a film. And then we saw them in the first part of season two. It is the little girls that Ghetto saves oh, and kills the yes, entire village. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. of course. So when he kills the entire village, he takes those girls in, and then the twins, yes, they the grow, sisters. Yeah, they grow up, and since they had cursed energy, he kind of teaches them, and they, so they were like they said, dropping monkeys for him, basically killing people with him when they grew up, and that's in the movie. We they even were part of the fight as well. Yes, that is the film. That is the film. Thank you so much. Yep. I was just so thrown back by the way that they were hiding around people's kneecaps i know it you know what's crazy about this they the other cursed people didn't catch on to it that's how these they're actually pretty skilled yeah because that means they're hiding their basically their selves in the crowd without them catching wind of it yeah so i would be a little worried about them i hope they don't pull so i'm what how are they even here do you think I mean, this must mean that they've, like, told them, or uh, Brainiac told them about the plan to be here. Right, I'm sure, well, he says, I mean, he used them. He basically right. just used them, but I'm I'm sure they just followed him along with the plan. And, uh, I mean, either way, he could tell them this and then be like, yeah, I'll give you back the body whenever I'm done. And then as soon as he's done, he's like, I know I could kill him easily, so why would I? I don't know. Yeah, it's rough. Brainiac says, obviously, I'm not giving him back. And he says, next time you make a deal with a sorcerer, make sure it's a pact. Now, be gone. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And then he says, to really make matters worse, or do you want to be killed by his body? What's pretty cool, though, is he doesn't kill him. Yeah, what a stand-up move. It's interesting. He could just do it. Why doesn't he, you know? I don't know. 
you would think he would just do that to get rid of the problem. I mean, I'm sure he's thinking they have no chance against me, but what if they pull off something later, a little sneak attack? You know, right. No. Well, I mean, yeah, especially after they say they are walking away and hit him with the, you will regret to, you will regret this. Mm-hmm. We cut over. Yuji is still at the top of the building calling for Nanamin. The group of three get to the top where Eno is like, you were really referring to Nanami as Nanamin? Now, it's got to be like a Japanese thing where it's like a casual way. Like, he shouldn't be saying it. It's more it's like calling, it's like calling somebody your teacher by their first name. Instead okay. of, uh, like, say your teacher's Miss Powell. And you, instead of calling her that, you say, uh, Irene, Irene. I, is okay. That, is then, that, then, I no, it could be. It could be. The other two things that I had uh, thought out. One, Yuji's kind of an idiot. That could be the case. Two, he <laughs> he's trying to get his message across, but he doesn't want the curse like the curses to know who's there <laughs> so that is like the best no, he's, he's, he's like he's, it's not not a me it's not a me <laughs> no he's really an idiot if that's what he's doing <laughs> he's really an idiot yeah it would be like if i called you chaz yeah that would be stupid it'd be really dumb yeah everyone would be able to catch on for the most part so mechamaru fills in the group about everything including ghetto's body and the first order of business is still lifting the veil. Nanami says there are multiple tasks only a first grade can fulfill, so he will step out with Ajichi to take care of those. You saying oof because Ajichi is dead. Okay, I didn't know if it was because yeah. of, I had to try and pronounce that name again. No, it's because the assistant to the director is done for. So this plan means Nanami has to do <laughs> has Ugh. to do all that stuff. Yeah. He wants the other three to do something about the veil, which basically means he tells Eno to try and spread the word to others and to take care of Yuji and Megami. Yeah, 1960s burglar. Not a good... I wouldn't trust this guy to... This was so disrespectful to Megami. Why? Why? I mean, is is Nanami strictly just doing like a, oh, he's still a relatively new student thing? That's what he's doing. This guy is just older, so Nanami's doing that. But it's like, okay. if Gojo, Megami's a second year, right? Or for, is he a first year? No, he's first year. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. If Gojo was a first year, though, like, could you? Right. He would. Gojo would not, not, not I, be in front of somebody. I like just that. didn't like the phrase "take care of." Yeah. Yuji's someone that you have to take care of, kind of. Megami, he's. He knows what he's doing. He's a smart guy. He's not going to let his emotions get the best of him. And now, if it's strictly from like a, oh, he's not as strong as a curse user as 1960s burglar, I'm fine with that. But I'm very, I got very caught up in him saying, take care of it. 1960s burglar. He is. Why is he dressed like that? I don't know why he's dressed like that, but he made a choice. Now, Eno, he said, which I don't, you know, we're kind of laughing this guy. I don't hate this guy. No. I don't hate this guy at all. He says the two most important things about losing Gojo. First, the collapse of the Gojo family clan. Second, 
the power balance. Now, I really liked this part here. And it just goes to show even more so, and it makes me wonder if when Mahito was saying that like the curses and the sorcerers are on the same level, if he was taking this into account, because we're already kind of looking at the landscape, being like, wow, it seems like they've got the upper hand. We weren't even talking about this yet. He says, the power balance. All of the curses who have been keeping quiet with Gojo around will still or will start taking action all at once. And the bad actors that are sorcerers will do the same thing as well. Mm -hmm. There's a lot at play here that's like not very good for the good guys. I can see where this easily turns into the most chaotic situation ever. Yep. I mean, it's already very chaotic, but it can it can just get 10 times worse very quickly. Megumi realizes that if they lost, the age of humans would be over for Japan, which goes right back into what you were saying. Is this all going down in Japan, or is this more of a worldwide thing? Because if it's over in Japan, I think it's over everywhere. Yeah. If everywhere exists. <laughs> so... They come out, or they're like, let's go break that veil before Nanami gets back. And end of episode, except quick post credit scene. And we hear some people say, did you hear that, Awasaka? Gojo has been sealed. And we see, like, an old granny and a couple other guys. And what is what is their vibe, you feel like? Are, are these some of the... Is this the Gojo clan? part of the claim oh, interesting interesting thought yeah it was when i first saw it they don't show their faces and i go okay they're just literally showing us that some of these curses are already like coming out of the shadows but that's not like these are humans. these are humans yeah this is this makes me believe they're either part of the gojo clan or these are bad sorcerers that haven't been acting because they know as soon as they do gojo will absolutely wreck them well See, I don't think they're part of the Gojo clan unless they've just been really sneaky because Eno basically says Gojo is the last of the clan. That's okay. one of the two things going on. But it does make me wonder if they're from like another family, like the Zenins or something like that, because they definitely don't seem to particularly care for Gojo. They're like, oh, yeah. he's always so cocky and that stuff. So I thought that was a cool like post credit scene just to kind of give you something to think about. You think they'll be good or bad? I think they've got to be good, dude. Because if I'm looking at the landscape, like I just said, we look like we are doomed. <laughs> so you think they might come in and start helping? We need some help. Yeah. We got to get some help. They did talk about this is starting to feel real to me. Like it's kind of, ah, oh, this is starting to feel real. He's sealed. Maybe mm -hmm. we need to step up. That kind of seemed like that. So hopefully these guys step up. Because you're right. If they step up and they're on the bad team, I think we lose pretty quickly. Honestly, things are not looking good right now. Somebody, if I had to, this is where we'll get into who do you think is not safe? Like who could die? Yeah, and one right more here. point on that too that I'm going to try and uh, half glass full real quick. While it can be true that people were hiding when Gojo was in charge because they were scared of him, could there be some people who were strong that were also kind of hiding because they were just like, Gojo's taking care yeah. of it. I don't need to worry about it. Gojo's, I'm on the longest vacation ever. Yeah. It could be, there could be a lot that goes down here. Now they got to dust off the boots. All right. Who's in trouble? Uh, I will start off by saying uh, Nobara only because Chozo is going after her. 
Ooh, yeah. Um, and we know that like he's going after, like we think Yuji's safe, obviously Kasuka and all that yeah. stuff. So if one of them is going to be in danger, it would be her. I also think you know, nineteen sixties burglar. I could see him. Yeah, because he. I mean, he doesn't feel that important right well, now. He's, he's the just... type of guy that you could see going down pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. But I could see him being actually like cool the way he goes down, like he actually goes down fighting and trying to stand up for Megami and Ethodori. I could see that, and yeah. I'd respect him for that. But Nanami, he's going to find assistance to the director to help him out, but he's mm. going to be all by himself. Oh, yeah, that's it. If he runs into the guy with the sword that killed assistant to the director, I think he can take him out. But if he runs into it, like Mahito or Jogo, one on one. I think he's done for. Because that's the thing. With those two just like running out wild looking for Yuji, they could oh, run into God. anybody. Dude, Nanami versus both of them at the same time, there's no shot. He couldn't even take on Mahito with Yuji. Yeah. Yeah, That this is getting really scary. We need those old people to jump off that building and come help us really, we really quick. We need help. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. And Maymay, we don't know. Maymay might be sick with it too. We haven't really seen her. And little Wee Wee, he could no. be in danger. No, but I'm saying he could be in danger. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, all, just, he's always in danger. Right. He seems like he could just get in the way. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then I'm just interested to see the other groups and like what their dynamic is, what their plan yeah. is. The guy with Panda, I, for, I keep forgetting about him, that he's just sucking on a lollipop the whole time. He might be pretty good as well. Pretty good fighter. Right. The old guy. Get a couple beers in him. We got to fight. He, yeah, he stretches a little. Uh-oh, watch out. So I'm very excited to see what... Uh, it seems like we're at another like uh, starting point. Like we've kind of finished up the whole Gojo with the platform thing, and now we got to start trying to make some moves. Yep. The and, I, and to me, I am still so excited if it does happen. It might not. He might... If they do get to the prison realm. Mm-hmm see brainiac actually fight he's not done a single thing this entire he's never we've never seen him fight he's just been behind the scenes sneaking around i want to see him actually fight i think that'll be really cool and i just really want to i want us to get him out of ghetto's body well yes but i don't want him to like get inside megami or something no that's not exactly what i want to happen either <laughs> so I think I mean the best body he could be in right now is Ghetto's or Gojo's, and he's in a special grade curse user's body. I don't see why he would leave it. I don't either. I don't either. Yep. All right, so we'll talk with y'all next yep. week. Check out the Patreon. We're doing Vinland Saga, three episodes ahead. Having a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Check us out on social media at Ronnie and Chad. That's on X. Yeah, X <laughs> Twitter. That's on Instagram. Running Chad 2 on TikTok. Yep. Go hop on over. We'll talk with you later. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.